Hey, I'm your host, Crystal McGrath, and you're listening to the Artist Behind the Music podcast, where I chat with artists from around the world about their personal and professional stories. There's a lot more that goes on behind the songs we love, and this is a space where we get to share stories and tools on overcoming struggles, celebrating achievements, and of course, the meanings behind the songs. Get ready to be inspired through stories and live music. This episode is sponsored by Simply Socials Management. Simply Socials Management is a boutique digital marketing agency serving the music industry, small businesses, and film and TV. Their mission is to help you make your mark online through custom digital marketing, PR, and graphic design services. Visit www.simplysocialsmanagement.com for more information on how they can help you elevate your online presence. Mention you heard about them through the artist behind the music for a 10% discount on your first service. Hello and welcome to the Artist Behind the Music series. This is episode six. We have Lisa Nicole joining us today. We're going to chat all things music, all things about growth, her inspiration, the stories behind the songs, all those wonderful things we are going to hit and chat about. Hello! Hi! Nice to see you. You too. How's it going? Really good, thank you. How are you? Oh, good. Good. Just, you know, living life a little differently. <laughs> right? Just living in bubbles. <laughs> yeah, for making, sure. Making the best of it, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you're out in BC, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah where, where are you located? Calgary. Calgary. Okay. Yeah. We're the neighbors. Cow- <laughs> yeah. Neighbors, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I used to live out in BC. I lived in Vancouver for okay. yeah. quite a few years when I first kind of left the nest and then just made yeah. me back home. <laughs> yeah, that was the same for me, actually, when I, because I actually live in, in a small town in BC. Yeah. But um, yeah, I lived in Vancouver for a few year, years after I left the nest as well. Did you like Vancouver? Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. um, it's. I've also lived in Toronto, so I feel like I love Vancouver because you get the mount, I'm a mountain girl, so yeah. you're the mountains, ocean, the lakes. Whereas when I was living in Toronto, it was like so far to like any mountains. <laughs> I know if there is a mountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I definitely yeah. like BC. <laughs> yeah, I do like BC, and the temperature there is so much better. It's mild. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Calgary's freezing. Heck, <laughs> I could never live there. It is, it does get really cold in the winter, but we also get Chinooks, so yeah, I'll give it credit for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, well, I'm super excited to chat with you about what you've been up to, and I love your songs. I love oh, Do Your Thing. Oh, thank oh, you. Good. I was just jamming out to it. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's in my thank head. Thank you. It's good. It's a nice, like, empowerment song about just being yourself. I, I love yes. it. Yes. I love that. Yes. Like that. that was the goal. That was the goal. <laughs> oh, so good. So what have you been up to during this past year, I guess, or pre-COVID? Well, yeah, let me let me think here. Okay, well, I um, I'll backpedal a little bit. I was living in Nashville for a bit, and I wrote an uh, my next album down there. Cool. Came home last summer and recorded it with Jeff Johnson, producer in BC, and uh, we were on tour for the first single for "Wait on Me." Um, going across the country, and it was our biggest publicity tour we'd had. Like I think we had eight TV placements like secured and I only got to do two of them and I was on my way to the morning show when my publicist was like you have to go home (laughs) oh man it was it was pretty it was it was the worst (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I understand that situation very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, since then, I've been, um, you know, released another single a little differently. But other than music, for the most part, I've been... I mean, I'm, a, I'm an outgirl, outdoors girl anyways, but I've spent a lot more time doing all the outdoor stuff. Like I love hiking. I did like a 40 kilometer hike this summer in one day. What? It was, yeah, it was way, <laughs> it was way too long. I was dying. Oh my God. In the mountains? Yeah. Oh yeah. Over seven summits. Yeah. So it wasn't just like a flat walk. It was like over seven different summits, but, um, <laughs> Yes, but it's been nice. I've been doing camping and like just a little bit of hunting and fishing and stuff. And so, yeah, it's been, that's been good. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's kind of, I mean, if we look at anything positive from the space that we're in right now, it's like it kind of gave us the opportunity to slow down a bit and spend time. more time doing those kind of things that we, we love to do. Otherwise, you'd just be on the road all summer, right? Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. This is, oh my gosh, my boyfriend just wrote. Oh my gosh, at least Nicole's so hot right now. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> nice one, Garrett. He's at work. He's not home. <laughs> but um, but I it's actually been great. I've been able to spend more time with him and and my my family. Um, yeah, I've been so stationary this year. It's just it's just different, you know. Yeah. What kind of coping mechanisms do you find you use? to kind of deal with the transition and the pivot and the, you know, try to stay on top of things. Yeah. Like on top of like the music and stuff or just like your mental yeah. health in general. Just For sure. Mm -hmm. Um, at the beginning, um, cause I am very, fairly active like with fitness and stuff. So yeah. I go to a CrossFit gym at the beginning. It was kind of hard at the beginning, but my, my coach would program like home workouts for us. So, I mean, it was not the same. <laughs> It's Working not. out at home is not the same, but <laughs> after, after I got into my group of that, that was definitely helpful. And just kind of, I kind of went through a little bit of a slump for sure. But once mm -hmm. I got back into my routine, then things started to feel better. And just, I think just waking up and still just living your normal routine as much as you can, yeah. you know, for but, sure. and then I guess to fill my travel void and, you know, being on the road, I'm just been hiking mostly in horseback riding and stuff like that. So oh, that's great that you're in a space that you're able to do that. Yeah. I feel for the people living in condos in big cities where they don't have, yeah. you know, that space to be free. So I know like when, when, when it was really deep in it and people were like, you can't like go outside for like, you can't run on the seawall or whatever it was like in Vancouver. I'm like, I can like climb that mountain and there's nobody. Totally. So, like I was fine. That was good for me. Yeah. Totally. Oh, that's so, awesome. that was a blessing. <laughs> so on top of being an artist, you're also a songwriter. Yes. Have you always written your own songs? Did you have to work yeah. at it? Was it an easy skill or kind of what's your songwriting story? Yeah. So I've been going down to Nashville for six years now or seven maybe. And it's um, just erases. <laughs> Pardon? Is it time just flies, right? I know. I'm like, wait a second. Last year I was saying six years. So yeah, definitely seven years now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so like every time I went down there, that's my favorite place to write. That's where I feel the most inspired. And every time I would go down there, I would um, collaborate. Obviously, that's my favorite way to write songs, to collaborate with other songwriters and um, just build my network down there. And it literally, it did take me probably five 
to six years until I was in the room with hit songwriters. So it's not like, I don't know, a lot of younger artists might think, oh yeah, we'll just go down to Nashville and write with like all the hit songwriters. Yeah. No, it's not that easy. But what you have to do is go to all the writers rounds and, you know, sing your songs and meet people. And that's what I did. And so luckily on my last or my last few times I've been there, I've been able to write with some pretty cool people. And, um, and also I have recorded some outside songs on my last two albums. A lot of, a lot of artists do that. You record, you know, a song from this person or that person. And yeah, so this next album though is all my own songs. Cool. And so I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. do you have a favorite songwriting experience that you've had, whether in Nashville or home or wherever? Yeah, I would definitely, I, I'm hey, That's a good question. I'm going to give you two. Yeah. Um, when I was out in Nashville, when I wrote Wait On Me, uh, with Dave Pandish because he is like, he wrote my favorite Keith Urban song without you, but do you know that song without you by Keith yeah. Urban? <sighs> Love that <Okay>. song. <laughs> so writing with him was amazing. His studio was like so artsy. There was like, it was insane. It was so cool. Um, and then also when I wrote do your thing, it was just one of those moments where I was like, this is the song I want to write. And these songs are for me, these songs are always hard to write. Like the fist pumping, like dance, like good time songs. Yeah. They're not always that easy for me. And this one just came out and we literally wrote it and recorded it in 24 hours. Yeah. I love it when that happens. It's like magic. Yeah. Which that doesn't happen too often, or at least not, hasn't happened too often for me. So I was pumped. Yeah. So cool. So you mentioned Keith Urban. Let's chat about that. You had yes. an experience to sing with him in Nashville. <laughs> I did. Oh my God. I want to hear all about it. He's so dreamy. <laughs> right? Everybody always asks me how he smelled, but I just, I don't remember how he smelled. I just remember hugging him. Anyways, um, it was amazing. <laughs> and I basically just, he was playing like a pop-up show in Nashville, like a secret kind of word of mouth concert. Yeah. And so I basically went down to the show and I called my mom and I called, um, Oh, Katie's on. Yay. Hi, Katie. <laughs> and I called um, Garrett back at home and I said, Keith Urban's playing a show tonight. I'm going to sing with him. He doesn't know this yet, but I want to make it happen. And so I went down there and I just asked him. I waited for a quiet moment in the show and I was like, hey, Keith, my name's Lisa Nicole. I want to sing with you. And he's like, what do you want to sing? I was like, ah, I want to sing. And I sang uh, We Were Us by Miranda and Keith. Amazing. And if you watch the video, it's pretty funny. He actually forgets the words. I'm as any artist, you can tell. I could tell. I could tell instantly because he hands the mic over to the uh, the crowd. It's probably because he was so flattered that I was on the stage with him. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that, that must be. That must yeah. Be. I think he was like, "Wow." I love that. And I, you know, what's cool is when you see people at that professional level still making mistakes and rolling with it. Right. And I think that's really important. Oh, of course. As an artist, just, or as a human to know that we all make mistakes at every single yeah. level of yeah. life. Right. Oh, totally. You just can't like let anybody know that you made a mistake. Totally. You just roll with it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How we roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where can we find that videos on your website, YouTube, Facebook? Yeah, for sure. Um, everything's on YouTube or if you just Google Lisa Nicole music or you search anywhere for Lisa Nicole music, you'll find everything. <laughs> Wait, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, speaking of mistakes, I always like to talk about fear and how artists uh -huh. push through fear and when it shows up for you and what kind of tools and 
little insights that you have that you like to use to, to conquer that. Okay. I don't usually get nervous before a show, um, oh, but fair. I do, I, I, for, kind of, this is kind of the fear answer, but yeah. But what I do like to do so that I don't get nervous or that I, so that I'm very calm is I just like to have a really quiet day or at least a couple hours before the show. I like to have a really quiet day um, so that I don't like get overwhelmed or anything like that. And, and if I overthink things like lyrics or something like that, then if I overthink the show, then I'm bound to screw something up. <laughs> but um, also I think not more, not as much pertaining to music, but fear um, of really being my true, true self. I think in the last couple of years, I've really gotten a lot better at that. And um, like with on my podcast and stuff talking about like my eating disorder and just things like that, that are people don't always talk about. And it's scary to share that stuff. Um, yeah, just being real and more authentic. That has been scary this year. Right. Yeah. But I've been doing it and it feels great. Every time you share something that you're, is like, you know, something you've never shared with anyone and they share it with the world. Yeah. It feels pretty Yeah. Nice. It's got goosebumps. There's this Aww. real huge power in being vulnerable. Right. And oh, yeah. it creates a connection with other people when you're open to your, you know, mm -hmm. the darker side or the quieter side of, yeah. of life. Right. It's like, we're not all these perfect sparkly human beings that yeah. you know are posting on Instagram all the time. Like I know and it, filters and just being, exactly. being real. Mm -hmm. It's hard too. It's hard. You don't always want to post like, Oh, like this is shitty in my life and this and mm -hmm. that and that. Like I try to keep, they always say, Oh, this is your highlight reel. But yeah. Cause who wants to like see a sad story every five minutes? No, no. thank you. Not me. Right? right. It's a place to go for inspiration. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of so that's I like kind of what I do. Even if I'm talking about something like that's sad or negative per se, then I try to spin it to be like, but this is why I'm sharing this. And this is why. And I hope that it inspires you or enlightens you to change or whatever it is, you know, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So now I want to hear a little bit about your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wild Hearts podcast. I love yeah. it. So I, I do you listen to podcasts? I do, and I actually have one as well called Crushing Chaos. Okay, oh my gosh. So I'm a Chaos. big podcast lover. I love it. Can you tell me yours then after? Um, For sure. I listen to The Bird's Papaya. Do you know her? No. Oh, she's so good. And she's okay. Canadian. Okay, well, that's, I think, I, early on I started listening to, like, a lot of health podcasts, like, and whatever, and then um, just exploring all different kinds. And I was like, I really like this. And I feel like I could do this. And also, I love the fact that I can do it, like, with, like, no makeup on, in my pajamas. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was funny. My, my publicist was like, you should do a few, like, recording live videos. I was like, no, I don't want to. I like to do it, like, with nobody seeing me. <laughs> I, I save those moments. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about podcasting is, like, you don't have to do or look yeah. any part. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But more, but what it's about to get to that is yeah. um, a little bit of like entrepreneurship, um, a little bit of self-love, fitness, health, like, you know, like I said, like eating disorders and, and um, what else do I have? A thrifting episode on there. I have like an interview one with um, where this girl left a million dollar company, like left making millions of dollars just 
bunch of different things. Um, I just want to support locals and support entrepreneurs and like business people and, and share stories. And yeah, so I love it. That's and my awesome. mom said, so proud of you. She's so cute. Why would you? Um, so do you have lots of guests on every episode or do you, or a guest on every episode or is it just you typically talking? Yeah. So I'd say, so the first season, I wrapped up a season. Um, I did 30 episodes and I would say I probably had 10 guests and which wasn't a lot to me on the next, the next season, I'm planning to have like 90% guests because I think that those are more interesting. And more it's so fun. fun. It's so yeah. fun to talk to people and hear different yeah. people's opinions and stories and yeah. how they, you know, do their life. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm just starting researching like who's going to be on the podcast and and what we're going to talk about. And uh, yeah, so I can't wait. Hopefully, it'll be out next year. I'm hoping. Well, yeah, for sure next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your podcast? Just hoping. Yeah. Um, it's very similar. It's called okay. Chaos, and so. I speak with women entrepreneurs from all over the world about their stories on how they crush fear. So personally, oh. professionally, um, all aspects of life. Yeah. So very open to talking about all, so many different things. But, you know, th- at the end of the day, it's all about how can we live our best life and, yeah. and share stories of hardships to inspire yeah. people so that they know that they're not alone and that there's hope, yeah. right? Love it. Yeah. Very similar. It sounds yeah. like I'll have to check it out. I will absolutely be checking yours out after. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so great so speaking of 2021 which feels weird to say um you also have a new album coming out yeah so we actually just picked the date like a couple of weeks ago i had a little team meeting and um yeah april 2021 is the month so I'm going to release another single before that and yeah just working out some marketing ideas and stuff like that but it's been a long time coming. Like I said, I wrote it when I was down in Nashville. So, but you know, it's funny, the process, people don't really realize you might, some of the song, one of the songs I wrote like five or six years ago, that's going on the record. But from start to finish, it's like the album will be like three years, not including that six year old song, but <laughs> you know, yeah, when you start great. like, okay, this is, I'm writing the album, I'm recording the album. And uh, yeah, it's like, where does the time go? So yeah. it's, it's not just, oh, I'm going to sit down and sometimes people do that. And then you're like, I'm going to write an album and record an album in a month. But a lot of times there's a big iceberg story to the final product, right? Yeah. Always. So, April, yeah. 2021. Yes. How many yeah. songs? Are uh, it's seven. Seven. Perfect. So it's like, they call also someone said, congrats. Thank you, Kyla. Yes. <laughs> um, hey girl. Uh, it's, um, Oh, sorry. What did you just say? I got distracted. How many songs? Seven songs. <laughs> oh, seven songs. Yeah, seven. Like which commenting I... and, and talking. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, seven. So, which I think is like, yeah, it's an it's considered an album. But to me, albums are still like 10, 12 songs. <laughs> but anyways, it is my first. Day when they were like, you know, we had much dance, 99. And yeah, exactly. Like 30 songs like, on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, I'm... Um, Great. Super pumped about it, yeah. I look forward to hearing it. Yay. Now, are you going to play some songs for us? I would love to. What are you going to play? I'm going to play a song off my last album. Okay. And also, and then one off the new one, which you guys have all heard. But first, 
Uh, I'm gonna do, um, yeah, I'm gonna do Mad About It. Um, a guy cheated my ex, <laughs> cheated on me, and I got really mad about it, and I wrote this song. Not every word in the song is completely true, just disclaimer, but okay. Anyways, here we go. <laughs> White sheets, not the shade I wear to sleep. Long hair on my pillowcase, and I'm pretending that's your mistake. She left her mask behind, left it for me to find. And I'm mad about it, gonna throw the wild I'll be screaming your name till the morning. Leave a part of me you'll wish you'd ever It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, it's great. There's a music video for it, and uh, in the music video, I painted the guy to death. <laughs> so if anybody, if anybody wants to go check out that, it's pretty funny. Please go check it out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. how can I, how can I abuse this guy in a nice way? <laughs> but right, it's but you gotta get creative. 
where it's yeah. acceptable, but still, you know, getting yeah, still getting the point across. If you if you cheat on me, I'm gonna paint you. <laughs> paint you red. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm gonna do uh, my next song is gonna be "Wait on Me," which uh, is the first song I released of the new album, and I wrote this one down in Nashville. This was the one that when we were talking about the songwriting stories. Um, that I wrote with Dave Pandish and my guitar player, Jason Thomas. It was one of the songs that I felt like I've tried to write so many times. I don't know if you ever had that, where you try to write one topic and yeah. finally he came out. And it's about, basically about, you know, my partner and a lot of other people could relate to it, you know, waiting for you to come home. Whether, you, whether your career is whatever you are, if you're on the road and you're away from home all the time and your person has to wait for you, like... He's waited weeks, days, months, like, so that's what the song's kind of about. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. This one's called Wait On Me. Ah. Three a.m. You're all alone with the TV wondering where I am. Three days gone, don't know when I'll be back again. They you do run from the stars, so there's inside of me. Telling me to change this dream, now I'm on my way. It's just one thing I pray. Beautiful. 
you Thank got a really you. nice tone and you got your runs and oh very nice to listen to. thank you so much yeah so thank you so much for having me here today thank tonight. you so much for taking time to come chat with me it's so good to get to know you a little bit more and i'm really excited to check out all of the other things you've got going on and yeah. your podcast Thanks. and all that fun stuff so fun Thanks. i'm gonna ask you one question that i like to kind of okay end. if you could share one message with the world what would it be Ooh, to be kind to be more kind that's yeah. a good one. And it's so simple. Just be be kind. <laughs> just be nice to people. Just show love and just also be less wasteful. <laughs> also, no, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> this and this and this. We have a lot of things to work on, people. <laughs> Get your pen and paper. <laughs> also, thank you to Rasa0209. Love the song. Thank you. And my mom. Love you too, mom. <laughs> All the love. All the love. Well, that's yeah. good. Cool. Well, thank you so much for for being here and chatting yes. and doing your thing. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> for no. sure. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have to do this again. It was really fun. It went by so fast. I know. It always does. It's just like I blink my eyes and time is gone. It was yeah. great to chat with you. So fun. That's why, that's why it goes by fast because it's fun, right? Yeah. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, have a great okay. day. Enjoy your hiking and we'll see you soon. I will. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the artist behind the music. Make sure to learn more about today's guests by visiting their links in the show notes. As always, we love to hear what you think about the show. So send us a message with any comments or future artist guest requests. To stay in touch and in the loop for all future shows, be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.